Smut Cast. Yay, I'm Sasha. I'm Marie. And this is a Smut Cast where we sit around and talk about dirty books. This week or this episode or this series we're doing is <laughs> on Exit to Eden by Anne Rampling, otherwise known as Anne Rice. Yep. We've been through this. Yep. I have feelings about it. Not positive. <laughs> <laughs> With the pen name? Yeah, I just I just don't like the fact that she uses like 50 million different pen names just like pick a fucking pen name and stick with it like but I, I think it makes sense when the styles differ we've been over this i know i know i still don't like it anyway for this um lovely episode we read chapters let me pull up my notes 17 through 25 well we read 225 Mm-hmm. I did not read through 25. We stopped, stopped at, at 25. 25. And it's it's stuff. So if you guys aren't familiar with this book so far, it's about this place called The Club, where Lisa, who runs the club, basically is the club. Mm-hmm. She's she, a big boss lady. Yeah, she gets in the new batch of slaves, somebody she cannot resist. Mm-hmm. And his name is Elliot Slater. And he is a photographer, photojournalist, photojournalist, rich kid. Yeah. To be honest. And she's kind of fallen in love with him. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where... And he's fallen in love with her. The love. She's a mutual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's also like a huge like BDSM island thingy. So there's that thrown in the mix. Yeah. That's kind of like the whole thing. Not enough in this section that we just read. May I say. Like it's like... It's nothing. There's nothing. I feel like we get to a certain point. We're just going to be like... And then there was character development. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because that's what it is. Half of the book literally just seems like character development. Which is fine. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's not that I don't want characters to develop. I just don't want them to develop in a slow, painful style. In your smut. Like a normal novel would develop (laughs) a character. I like me some character development a la noir in G-Spot. Like, mm-hmm. suddenly the characters developed, and you're just like, okay, good, thank you. <laughs> I can, I let's can, let's yeah. move this along, uh-huh. people. Come on, I got places to be. All right, so let's get started. Let's jump on in here. We're at chapter 17. This chapter is narrated by Lisa, who is, again, the the main head honcho, head honchess of the club. <laughs> head honcha? Sure. Okay, cool. We're going to go with that. And she's the one narrating. So Lisa had just spent a lovely night with Elliot as her slave. Mm -hmm. And she sent him away the next morning. But then she decides to get Elliot's luggage and look through all his shit. So when Elliot started on the island as a slave, all his luggage was confiscated from Mm -hmm. him. But yeah, that's kind of the deal with everyone. All your stuff is cataloged and locked away and it's given back to you when you leave. Yeah. And so she's just, like, looking at everything. And she's, like, falling in love with Mm -hmm. him because she's, like, seeing who he is. And this is a thing, just, like, this is not done. This is kind of unprecedented. Yeah, Yeah, like, you you don't get the slaves their belongings. It's really hard. But since she's the head honchess. Mm -hmm. uh, Head honcha. Honcha. She, like, is like, are you questioning me, bitch? Don't question me because I am the boss. And also, like, everybody's super subservient here. Yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> kinda... well, gee, how hard did you have to question, yeah. Lisa? Let's be real. So that's cool. And she calls Scott, who had Elliot for the day and was using him in his training course to, like, exhibit slave s- stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Like for demos. Yeah, for demos. And so... Which I almost imagine is kind of like... I wonder if it's presented in like a cooking show kind of fashion. Yeah, I don't know. And here are some slaves earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! This is what the final result should be. Because I feel like the club is also almost like a teaching hospital. (laughs) They're also learning how to be Mm -hmm. slaves and learning how to be handlers. So, But Scott's like, dude, fucking love this guy. He is amazing. And Lisa's like, tell me everything. And he starts... Like, Scott starts telling her stuff, and then she's also just like, 
shut the fuck up <laughs> i don't want to hear i don't want to hear about it but what we learn is scott is actually wide awake unlike mm-hmm. the other slaves who are like living in this fantasy world like right. scott is actually like not scott elliot is actually just like i'm here i'm getting i am me the shit spanked yeah. out of me and this I'm is happening o- i'm okay with it i'm not some like person who was kidnapped by pirates and taken to this uh, island to be a sex slave it was like no no i'm here on a two-year contract yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting paid a lot of money for you to slap my dick so <laughs> i'm i'm thrilled about it mm-hmm. and so lisa hates hearing this she it just it does unsettles her i feel like it almost does yeah and so she gets a phone call from richard who is the co-captain of the club and he is like hey you have to come and look at the ponies now marie marie and i know a thing or two about ponies we know all about the ponies because if you haven't read any of anne rice's other erotica she does the reclaiming of sleeping beauty Mm -hmm. and there's a big part about ponies in it so many things about ponies especially like i just i just finished the fourth and final book in that series Mm -hmm really focuses on the ponies. <laughs> so I I feel like the ponies that Richard is talking about are like sleeping beauty ponies. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, they're like, they're human ponies. They're human ponies. Yeah. So what human ponies do? And there's actual real ponies involved too, which I think is weird, at least in the <laughs> sleeping beauty ones. Like because people are riding alongside the human ponies uh, okay. to like, but, like whip on them. horses. Yeah, yeah, on horses. So I'm just like but, you already have a pony. <laughs> That's not what it's about. That's not the point, uh, Sasha. I don't care what the point is. So ponies, they basically act like horses and they have to have like, you know, they... The full, like all the straps and the bits and, and the bits and the bobs. You and, took horse riding. You know these things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> More or less. I don't think butt plugs were involved. Though, Are there you know? butt plugs in the ponies? Do they have one for their tail? Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. think they got into the Sleeping Beauty and the first Sleeping Beauty. No. She did not have a plug. <laughs> but you'll see. Oh. Oh, you'll see. I don't think we'll see in this one. Because <laughs> I, I think I the ponies yeah. are dead in the water at the club right now, which is a shame. Because, like, ponies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. It's not the point. The point is she's like, I don't care about the fucking ponies, Richard. <laughs> You figure out the pony shit on your own. I got, I'm doing stuff. I'm a busy lady. In my noggins. And she's like, I don't care if Mr. Cross needs me to approve of the ponies. I'm out. So I think Mr. Cross is like the financial backer. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to mention that because it was odd that she like, like they mentioned him by name. And so Lisa rips the phone off the wall because she doesn't want any disturbances because she'd rather just sleep in Elliot's turtleneck. Yeah, because it smells like him. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God. The word. Blah. Sorry if you hear scratching. Somebody can't get comfortable. Marie. <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> she just keeps circling on the couch and pawing at it. It's weird. Drag my butt on it a little <laughs> bit. So that's the end of chapter 17. So like a slight character development for Lisa. She's fallen in love with Elliot. Mm-hmm. She likes, she wants to know him as a person, not as a sl- sex slave. Mm-hmm. Which like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> What a, and also I I don't like calling them sex slaves because slave just implies that they have no say in this. Yeah, they're like. But I mean, I sex think it's indentured the, servants. That's part of the fantasy. I think. Yeah, true. Is what it is. So chapter eighteen, Elliot has been thinking about this is an Elliot's perspective, and he's been thinking about Lisa all day long, trying to like kind of like weasel and glean information out of people, mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, guy rubbing me down." What do you know about Lisa? He's like, shut the fuck up. You can ask me questions, but not that. Yeah, don't ask me about that. And he's like, aw. But all he basically learns is she made the club. The club Mm -hmm. is her basically brainchild. Like, she created all this. Again, at like, she just, she got out of college and I feel like she went straight into the club. So at like 23, Mm -hmm. this bitch is making a multi-million dollar resort. Who does that? I mean, she has been in the scene since she was like 16. But still, so, like, I don't, I would be like, excuse she's me. She's a wunderkind. I guess. I think her degree's in like 
liberal arts, so it's not like she has a business background to support any of this. All right, whatever. Wunderkind. And so we also get some more insight into Elliot's, like, psyche, if you will, because he kind of flashes back, and Martin was like, hey, you're not looking for a place. You're looking for a person. When he originally wanted to go to the club. Uh And I'm just like, I don't. He's looking to get whipped. That's what he's looking for. Like, I don't understand why. (laughs) Yeah. I Okay. This book is getting going to get real fucking deep for some reason. <laughs> and I, do, I don't, I don't like it, Murray. <laughs> it's not what we look for in uh-huh. our smart. And so he just kind of wants to talk to somebody, anybody at this point, because no one's talking to him about his feelings for Lisa. No one's like acknowledging anything because he's a slave. They're not mm-hmm. supposed to talk to him. So he just is like, I would just like die to like talk to Martin or like, one of my gal pals, go get my hair did and have them talk about like what's going on in my life, you know, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But he doesn't have that. And he wants to make Lisa fall in love with him. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at my dog. I'm making him sit in a really awkward position. <laughs> and that's the end of chapter 18. Chapter 19. It's six o'clock. And Elliot, Do you know where your kids are? <laughs> and Elliot finally gets to see Lisa. He's mm-hmm. waiting all fucking day for this. And she's wearing like this lilac velvet suit that is super well fitted. In fact, Marie, I quoted this because it was ridiculous. Uh-huh. So well fitted that the seam between her legs... She can feel the seam between her legs. Yeah, so like camel toe. Yeah, and that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> so just wicked bad camel toe like uh-huh. what are you talking about oh god no there's i think it's this part where he's like talking about seeing her in this suit mm-hmm. and how or i don't know i don't know if it's this part i might be jumping ahead a little bit but it just like it was so funny to me he was like yeah she's like a man but not quite a man she's like a baby man a baby man or a man baby it's like okay she's like a man baby baby man it was like what an odd description was that supposed to be erotic why would you say that about anybody really so so yeah she she comes in there and she's like put on these clothes i want to see you in clothes so get dressed get dressed so he gets dressed and like he's super turned on by all of this for some mm-hmm. reason, just like wiener at like ha- full mast. <laughs> I imagine he's wearing like those like eighty style men's slacks that are just kind of like stiff, vo- or no, or like voluminous. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like not very well fitted, but they're just like whoop, like right in the fly, full attention. Anyway, this is like super hot uh-huh. to him, and he's just like try not to basically come in his pants this whole mm-hmm. time. I don't know why I said pants like that. His <laughs> pants. His pants. And so he gets fully dressed. And then finally she gets out his book that was in his luggage. The book that he wrote and photographed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> and, and he gets it out. She gets it out and she's like, please sign this to me. Sign, sign it to me and give it to me. Mm-hmm. And he signs it and he signs it. I think I'm falling in love with you, Elliot. I want to become an author, and I'm going to write that in every single book I autograph. <laughs> and, and to me, in big, bold letters, I have, they know nothing about each other. Like, this is because a Because they have a connection. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Chemistry. You have a connection. But where are you going to live? How are you going to make a living? What's happening? Do you have the money for the down payment on the house? What? Do you want kids? Does Elliot want kids? Does Lisa want kids? Does Elliot have some sort of weird thing about books? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't know what his personality is. You mm. don't know anything about him. Literally, your interactions with him were just whipping him. That's how you get to know someone on the deepest of levels. No. And by pegging them. Uh, yeah, yeah, she did peg them. Yeah. Peg him. On a really deep level. I feel like what she did was more than pegging, though, because it was just, like, in her as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know the a, technicalities of, a, of pegging, a, but... A dual cocking, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can you peg yourself? <laughs> I don't know. 
age-old question. So still in chapter 19, Lisa, after she gets the book, she's just like kind of like holding it. And uh-huh. just is like, okay. And then she calls somebody and she tells Elliot, we're leaving. You're going to need your passport and your wallet and anything else you want to take with you because we're out of here, bitch. And he's like, what? Wait, what? What? It's like, you don't have to come, but I'm going to go someplace. You yeah. can come with me or not. Either you come or not. And he's like, I, I guess. Then some goons come and take the suitcase. Uh, they load everything into, I assume, a golf cart. And mm-hmm. Lisa tells him, like, hey, here's the thing. We're going to New Orleans. I can stop at the gate if you don't want to come. And you can just go back to the slave quarters and whatever. But I'm going to New Orleans. And he's like, fine, I'll go with you because I love you. I'll go with you anywhere. And so they get on this jet. And there's also, like, two Guatemalan Spanish businessmen on the jet as well, which, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. That's cool. Lisa does not sit next to Elliot. She sits across from him. And the whole time, Elliot's like, oh, man, she's so hot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get drunk on this flight, but she's uh-huh. so hot. She's so hot. And he does get drunk on this flight. And all this seems very not slavey to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's the end of chapter 19. Chapter 20. The flight. Okay. Sometimes I write down lines that I hate, like, and this is uh-huh. one of them. Oh, I'm so excited. And I hated it, and it pissed me off, and it's going to piss you off. I think it already pissed you off. He described the flight attendant as someone looking good enough to rape. Ah, uh, yes, I do remember that line. I was like, like what the fuck, man? Why? Why? Ew. What? Yeah, No. No. Like they're not on the island, you can't say that. That no. is not okay. You left the yeah. You left the island bubble, sir. You, we do not say that about a lady. So, She's on the clock. Stop doing that with uh-huh. your eyes. Oh, gross. So anyway, they arrive in New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, which, New Orleans. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it, Marie. Mm-hmm. A dump. I do do not like New Orleans. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Last time I was there with my family, we went like Cafe du Monde and did the uh-huh. beignets and all that. And it's just, it's like, it's any tourist trap city. Have you ever been to like a ghost town or like a, a oh, old yeah. mining town? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, I have. That's the vibe you get from New Orleans. Just like uh, fake bullshit. Like if you've ever been to a, where's the, okay, Corral, you know, mm. Tombstone. I believe no. Tombstone. I don't know. Whatever. I haven't been. It's just super, like, gross. And I know we were probably... Well, you were in the touristy areas. Yeah. Because if I went outside of the touristy areas, I would have gotten murdered. Like, it's not... <laughs> it's not nice. Mm-hmm. And it's hot. And it's humid. And there's mosquitoes. And I don't do humid, Marie. This hair doesn't Same. do humid. <laughs> Same. So I don't like New Orleans. This is the end of my <laughs> rant there. It sucks. And I hate it. I guess I never have to go. I mean, we can still go. I'll get drunk there. They have open <laughs> container laws. That's great. Ooh. I remember drinking a hurricane and being like, I'm just going to take this with me. <laughs> like, it's fine. Well, where we live, I don't think there are open container laws, but I've walked around with a beverage. I mean, we all have. No matter where you are and what city mm-hmm. you are, you've walked around outside with a beverage. Mm-hmm. And people are like, these guys are alcoholics. <laughs> Shut up. So, okay. I trash talk New Orleans. I'm good. Uh-huh. I'll move on. So they arrive. They get in a limo. Basically, eh. Elliot basically like jumps her bones. But she's like, no, not here. Mm-hmm. Not now. But they make out more like high school. Like, you know, when you were like. Which is fun. It's fun. fun. And you can't really like do it as an adult because people are all like vagina. <laughs> it, has to, it has to lead somewhere. Yeah. Where you can just like make out in the back of a car and it's cool so yeah they were just kissing and lisa was just like okay i'm into this and my theory is on this one because lisa's really into it she likes it she likes making out with him Mm -hmm. maybe lisa didn't get a lot of that in her early developmental Mm. phases because she was you know so ostracized by everybody else kind of right because she was so sexual maybe it's one of those situations where like she was too sexual and then nobody tried to sex her 
because you kind of wanted to stay away from her because she was that weird uh, girl. Like, she'll go crazy, man. Yeah. Or she'll bet, break your dick off. Yeah, I bet she has a gonorrhea or something. You know, she, yeah, she could have been the one that got the like those rumors started about uh -huh. her. Like the ones I started about you. I knew it. So she likes it. They head to the French Quarter because where else are you in fucking New Orleans? <laughs> the business district? Like, yes. Fuck. Like that mm -hmm. Of course they're going to French Quarter, motherfuckers. Okay, that's the end of chapter 22. I mean, sorry, 20. Now we're in chapter 21. They check into a hotel. They argue about who's going to pay. Like, Because Lisa's like, no, I've, I've got this, buddy. And then Elliot's like, no, I'm the man. She should have pulled her, like, she should have pulled rank there. She should have been like, Elliot, you're still the slave. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. But she didn't. He ended up paying. Mm -hmm. uh, so they had their own like little cottage in the back. And Lisa's like trembling with anticipation. Sure. Sure, why not? With desire. Uh-huh. And he carries her over the threshold. And then they proceed to do it. But kind of. They 69. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, this is fun. I've never done this with a girl before. Uh -huh, so that's cool. <laughs> you go at it. You 69 all night long. Les bon temps Lucy never sleeps. <laughs> I would like to also add that in the book, it is not spelt out 69. It's just the let the war number <laughs> 69. Yeah. Which I think is odd. I think it's just startling because it's just suddenly numbers. Yeah, but then it's like, you know, it shows you why they call it 69. Well, and then yeah. you're just like nice i personally like a 78 <laughs> <laughs> 71 for me oh nice someone just kind of hunched over and then the other person is lying <laughs> stick straight uh -huh. that's a good way to face go. down so yeah they 69 like crazy or you know that ariana grande song 31 math add, add up to yeah. 69 uh-huh Fun fact, listen to that whole song. It wasn't until the end when she's like, it means I want a 69. You know, I was like, oh my God, that numbers <laughs> <that number's laughs> <at> <laughs> ah, 34, it That's uh. it. Yeah. And she's like, I want a 69. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I'm real bright. Anyway, so then an hour or so later, they have sex again. I said it's pretty good sex scene writing wise. I yeah. yeah, it wasn't like anything super memorable. I wasn't just like, oh, I do declare. Uh huh. I do or papers. Nothing. In nothing. Again, like everything's gonna be compared to Hothead, where it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like we gotta storyboard this and diagram it because what are they doing? How? I, I have some what the fuck moments, but it's not about this. Yeah. Set, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah. He wakes up around like 9 p.m. and starts to unpack and then Lisa starts to unpack and they're having like a, a moment and it's like super cute. And they're like all, you know, like, oh, hey, our first vacation yeah. together. And so he gets dressed and she gets dressed and then she asks him where they're going. Like, what are we doing here? And one, I'd be like, bitch, you invited me. <laughs> right like i hate pl like i plan shit because nobody else is gonna plan shit but like would i prefer not to having to plan shit yeah yeah <laughs> maybe it's kind of like a test yeah Be like hey i threw you into the situation what are you gonna do and so he suggests a place so they go to a place and that's the end of chapter 21 chapter 22 elliot again this is just all elliot heavy we had one chapter of Lisa, yeah it's just elliot elliot yeah. elliot for yep. me this and i i don't know if i like that i don't same i i don't know i don't feel elliot's as a dynamic of a character as lisa right but i think that's because elliot's kind of just like poor little rich kid almost like oh my life is so hard daddy said daddy said i had to go to harvard but i didn't want to go to harvard <laughs> you know like that didn't the... want to go but daddy made me <laughs> daddy said i had to get the porsche but i wanted the bmw like that's the vibe i get from yeah. him a little bit like well then i think it's like he kind of like goes out into the world with something to prove and yeah. then he sort of gets ptsd from it and then it's like oh yeah well and then like he also like 
he admits that he is a daddy's boy because he's like, yeah, I'm a photojournalist oh. in the way somebody who has a wealthy parent can be a photojournalist. Yeah. Like, this is how you get into that field. Yeah, oh no, and I forgot, like, am I... Yeah, his whole, like, family history, mm-hmm. which I think they get into later. Yeah. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, I don't want to go to Harvard. <laughs> Daddy, I want a goose that lays golden <laughs> eggs, and I want it now. Daddy, you only got me a duck that lays golden <laughs> eggs. I wanted a goose. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, they basically go to like a mini bar crawl sort of situation uh-huh. where they're just kind of learning about each other. She's telling him her background, how her dad's like a Jesuit professor of religion, right, or, like super Catholic. Yeah, like hella Catholic, and her aunts are like nuns and like tough. That sucks. Mm-hmm. No wonder you love S and M because you probably went to some really gnarly Catholic schools. She heard about the flagellants and uh-huh. then she was just like, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah, can we read that flagellants part again, real quick, sister? <laughs> but like slower. Yeah, yeah, mortify the flesh. <laughs> Hot. Um. So yeah, we learn about her past. We learn about Elliot's background. How his like dad is wealthy, but his dad is also like free love yeah i would say kind of gross kind of a creep like his dad took him to like lose his virginity to a sex worker in vegas when he was like 16 16. and i think didn't he say that his dad was in the room and like or was waiting outside like yeah you like gross everybody out there hey parents quick quick suggestion do not take your child to a sex worker when they turn 16 Mm -hmm. maybe when they're like 25 and they still haven't gotten laid sure go for it you're both adults at that time it's normal i'm still weird Still together no no. i mean i still kind of want to go to a brothel and just be like hey just like hang out yeah no apparently like i think uh but they frown upon that. Yeah, they yeah. frown upon, it and like I think the the ladies working would be like pissed off. Yeah, like if you like rang for a lineup or something. Yeah, and, well, and I don't like even, you got to you got to tell them like you don't want a lineup. Yeah, otherwise they're gonna they remember would be pissed. if they're open right now because COVID. Uh, I can't. Yeah, remember. like I don't know. I don't. Ooh, I didn't think about that. I'm behind the times on my brothel like news. I really uh-huh. need to go to brothels.net and just <laughs> see which ones are open. Mm-hmm. Who's working where, you know, mm-hmm. get, get some info. Yeah. So his dad's gross and wealthy and lives in San Francisco yeah. and then Berkeley. And then his mom, Lisa's te- parents oh, live yeah. in Berkeley too. Yeah. And then his mom. She lives in LA. Yeah. She lives in LA and is super poor because her dad, his dad didn't like give her any money. Yep. Because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So I think that's the thing is like Elliot kind of helps take care of his mom uh-huh. financially. Yeah. Which is good for him. I guess he's not a bad guy is what we're trying to say. So yeah, they're just kind of like learning about each other, talking about each other, being all touchy, coupley, mm-hmm. basically romantic as fuck. They're like on their first real date and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. googly eyes, googly eyes. So they go to Cafe du Monde at some point and get beignets and mm-hmm. coffee, coffee and like sit and talk and they're pretty drunk at this point. They make out in front of like the for sale houses and are like, this could be our house one day. This is where we're going to live. Yeah. Can you mm-hmm. imagine it? And then they make out, you know, very like high school. Like this is a high school date minus yeah. the drinking or mm-hmm. plus the drinking. I don't know what high school you went to. So she, yeah. The other thing about her, his dad that I wanted to mention that I have in my notes that I should have read ahead and said, his dad is like the sex loving liberal guy. Right. But he thinks S&M is childish. Yeah. And like wrong. And I think that for me that's kind of like you're either like go sex right it's like it's yeah. like you, you don't yuck anybody's yum you, you like sex <laughs> either yeah do the sex like i mean i guess i could see like there are gonna be like gray areas but yeah like definitely don't be all like pro sex until it gets to like oh but some things are just gross yeah like i you, you like you can acknowledge like hey yeah that doesn't do it yeah do it's it for not me. for me but doesn't mean like what you're doing is childish and dumb right like, like i'm not gonna judge other people for doing it as long as all consenting adults yeah i i, I don't get that yeah so and then marie marie then and then they have their first fight oh 
it's over a movie called Pretty Baby, which apparently I haven't looked it up. Oh, I don't know if it's a real movie or not. I is. think it is because they were talking about it's with Susan Sarandon, Brooke Shields, uh, and some dude. Uh huh. No, I feel like I've heard of it where it's like, I think, oh man, I think it was kind of controversial. Yeah, because somebody's a sex worker, Susan Sarandon is, and Brooke Shields is. Uh huh. And Brooke Shields was like young, young, like 15 young. Yeah, it has, oh, Keith Carradine in it, who, if you don't know who that is, he played the who did he play <laughs> i don't know who he is tell me well his I probably brother maybe I know him if I saw him. killed himself of autoerotic asphyxiation oh uh, his brother was the other carotene guy well, okay i'm wikipediaing it <laughs> see this guy this guy he played on <gasps> oh 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 he oh. played lundy in uh dexter no and he was also in um oh shit no, okay, he's not. I was going to be like, is that the guy from, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? But I don't think it is. <laughs> no. I can, like, hear his voice in my head, though. Yeah, so if you've ever seen Dexter, he played Detective Lundy, who was dating that one chick. Yeah. But maybe he didn't... Is, is he his brother the other Carrie Dean? I thought it one was. One would assume. <laughs> but it says children, but what about family? Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm going into some sort of like <laughs> Wikipedia rabbit hole, uh-huh. exploring oh, the Carradine oh. family tree. Basically, oh, yeah, oh David yeah. Carradine, yeah, yeah, from yeah, Kill yeah. Bill, yeah, and from uh, Kung Fu, yeah, him. That's his. Yeah. That I think pretty sure that's his brother. So, I guess that's a weird side. <laughs> we didn't need to go down that rabbit hey, hole, but yet there you know, we are again. I'm not going to yuck someone else's yum. And for something like that, have a spotter. Yeah. Yeah. Or just be like, hey, I'm going to go in my room and do something for exactly five minutes. I swear if I'm not (laughs) out in five minutes. You need to break down the door and please just don't judge what you see. Uh Or, you know, if it were me. Actually, I don't know if yeah, ladies could probably do it too. I would just leave a little note out that says I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I would be one like dial nine one and then have my finger over the one just in <laughs> just case. Because <laughs> then I'm like, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, I'd still probably die. I think. Oh, but what a way to <laughs> go out. At least, I mean, at least I'm saving some poor, like caretaker who's fine like if it was in a hotel i don't know how he died but it could if it was like in a hotel room i definitely mm-hmm. have the one dialed because i want anybody to find that yeah. like three days later when the housekeeping shows up yeah. like let the pair like i don't want the paramedics to find it either but let the paramedics do it they at yeah, least have like that's kind of like that comes with the territory of the job that you're gonna yeah. find dead bodies anyway that we're not here to talk about autoerotic fixation yet yet not in this book. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Get uh, a spotter. Uh-huh. Spotters, and spay guys. and neuter your pets. <laughs> well, that's the two things that Bob Parker we, says. We can start ending each episode instead of you telling me to get the fuck out of your house. Get like, all right, everyone, if you're going to auto-erotically asphyxiate, <laughs> get a spotter and spay and neuter your pets. You know what, Marie? I just thought of a million dollar idea. Uh-huh. We'll make an app for it. Uh-huh. And it will be called the... Uh, autoerotic asphyxiation app and like you say when you're gonna start and if you don't check in in like five uh, minutes uh-huh. it automatically calls the cops for you because mm-hmm. it's like something went wrong <laughs> yeah. or it could like connect to your fitbit and then when it sees your like o2 levels are dropping it'd be like like yeah get an ambulance here and like <laughs> now no. i'm clearly too much of a chicken to ever try something like that because i'd be like no i would do something i would fuck myself up like there's no yeah. way i could I would get a spotter. <laughs> yeah, get a spotter. I'll be your spotter. So <laughs> back to the book. Back to the book. They they're having a fight over this movie called Pretty Baby. Elliot thinks it's shit, and Lisa's mm-hmm. like, "No, you have to understand the subtle nuances of it." Mm-hmm. And they're like hardcore fighting about it. Have you ever had one of those like discussions about something so asinine, and then suddenly it's like oh you you're serious about Uh this like oh yeah oh this movie somehow your life 
Mm -hmm. I did not know you have a pretty baby tattoo on you. That's (laughs) like all your back. That's cool. Uh So, yeah, but they, they kiss and make up basically. And they get back to the hotel and there's like a million notes taped to the door and the phone's just ringing and it's like 6 a.m. So who the fuck is yeah. calling people at 6 a.m.? And she answers the phone and she's like, stop fucking calling. And then Elliot rips the phone out of the wall. And again, they've been drinking all night, so they're pretty drunk and they just go to bed. Um, and that's the end of chapter uh, 22. Chapter 23. Elliot wakes up at around 10, which is like four hours of sleep. Like, dude, yeah. I would be so... Booze will do that to you, especially True. I've noticed getting older fucks with my sleep. It really does. But yet here I am drinking a can of wine. Just a can. Maybe, it's fine. Maybe there's another one in the fridge. Maybe we don't need to talk about it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And so he's like, hey, honey, Lisa, I'm coffee's brewing. I'm going to go walk and get food. Come and join me when you want. He never really says, does he tell her where he's going? He's just like, I don't remember. I'm out. Possibly. I would assume so. So anyway, he goes, gets food. He first, he stops at like a newsstand, gets a bunch of magazines because he's been gone for like maybe a month. He needs to get caught up on the news. What's going on in the world? What's going on? And he also buys a camera because he's a photographer and that's what those sort like to do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Glares at Marie. And then he just sits down and starts having breakfast. And he's just basically kind of like, I'm not hungover. I'm in love. <laughs> and you're like, whatever, dude, you're hungover. But he's in love. Nothing can go wrong when I'm in love. love. Yeah. And so he's eating his breakfast and suddenly he sees this guy across the street who's wearing like leather yeah like the full <laughs> leather, leather get up yeah get up which again and, the club is in is in hot climate so yeah. i assume it's like in the caribbean and gross. then to new orleans all just gross just, it's uh, so much baby powder on uh-huh. the balls and i don't even want to know what the laundry room smells like ah. in the club. it's just oh <laughs> oh the sheets are probably just like crack them mold in places you'd never think uh-huh. mold could grow and and ellie's like i fucking know that guy <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that put me on the boat in san francisco so he tries to like does the, the typical movie thing where you try to like run after the guy who's spying on you and mm-hmm. and he doesn't make it and so elliot's coming back to the table and that's when lisa shows up and this is where i was confused because they describe lisa's outfit I don't know what the fuck it is, Marie. Oh. So I thought I would read it for you. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Uh-huh. She had on a white cotton A-shaped dress with a high frilly neck and a leg of mutton sleeve. <laughs> she was wearing white sandals. This dress sounds fucking hideous. It sounds like a Victorian dress of some kind. Or it was yeah. like... Because, like, A-shaped dress. Yeah, I get A-shaped. I wear A-shaped dress I, like, all I the feel time. like, would that be, like, above the knee, below the knee? I think it's below the knee. And this is, I mean, like, this is peak 80s and everything. Right. Because, like, yeah, with the whole, like, button, poofy sleeve thing and the high neck thing, I kind of get that. But I also was like, no, like, make it kind of edgy and kind of right, yeah. girl, and make it, like, a short-ass skirt. Or just, like, make it a straight dress. I feel like yeah. there's too much going. It's too top-heavy with the frilly mutton top. Uh-huh. But then, sleeves. like, you're going to add a flowy yeah. skirt. I hate it. I hate it yeah. so much. I hate I hate every outfit she wears in this. The crotch-hugging <laughs> jeans, velvet pants. Hate it. Because that would just be uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Like, and that's also, like, you could get, like, a yeast infection from that, I think. I mean, she's probably had... Se- I, I assume she just takes a very good cranberry regime because... Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, be UTI. She has UTIs all uh-huh. over, out the wazoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or she has a urethra of steel. We don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know her business. Uh, <laughs> anyway, like, he's like, oh, there you are. Your little, like guy was watching me and she's like i didn't send a guy to watch you and she starts freaking the fuck out and she's like mm-hmm. how do you know it was him blah blah and he's like, like i he was wearing all white leather and i fucking recognize <laughs> yeah. it but like all white, white leather, leather outfit <laughs> how did i not know it was like who the fuck would wear that to a place like new orleans <laughs> and she's like oh my god i need to make a phone call so she goes she runs she calls the club 
and she she's just like she is freaking the fuck out like it's mm-hmm. it's it's happening and so she basically wants to change hotels she wants to get the heck out of dodge because the club knows where she is and elliot's like why why does that matter and she goes well guess what this has never happened before this I'm is a little like, unprecedented do you see do you see all this rule book all of them broken <laughs> smashed to smithereens and i'm in trouble you're not in trouble because i told them i kidnapped you so and everything's everything's falling apart at the club there's all this drama going on apparently if you guys remember from the first chapters there was a underage girl that got in mm-hmm. and they sent her away but it turns out the underage girl's sister is married to somebody who works at cbs and they want to do an interview with the people of the club or else like shenanigans will happen right i assume it's like oh we'll just report on this and then like you guys have no control over the narrative yeah. whatsoever then so and and lisa's just here trying to enjoy her vacation basically. yeah like she just she just is breaking down in tears because of all of this so it's just like all right we got to get out of here so he pays the restaurant bill and then they go back to the hotel he doesn't want to leave the hotel because that's their special place mm-hmm. so that's the end of chapter 23 chapter 24 elliot they go back to the hotel lisa calls the club and richard is like when the fuck are you getting back like shit is going down i need you to write a whole press statement about this and lisa's like dude you can't just be like press statement like um <laughs> We give, sex. Me, give me some time to draft yeah, this. Yeah, we sex good now. And so Elliot's like, hey, let's not worry about that. Let's let's go on a riverboat cruise. And they're on this riverboat cruise, and it's all this philosophical discussion that I didn't take a lot of notes on because, mm. you know what? This is a sex podcast, not a let's figure out Elliot's psyche podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but what it boils uh, down to... Character development grows. <laughs> what it boils down to... Fine, this is the... Yeah. This is the notes version elliot went to all of these horrible places and almost died in like el salvador Uh and you know he was like the violence of men is so pointless but the sex violence that's better yeah yeah, you know philosophy better than i do (laughs) i don't know (laughs) It, it was just very much like you know sex is our primal urges and if we could just have everybody do s&m there would be no murder right yeah like it's <laughs> like, like some kind of like weird thing it was like if everyone just did this there would be world peace uh-huh and it's just like it's like i'm gonna have to agree to disagree uh-huh. good buddy again i'm not gonna yuck your yum but i don't think that would work and he's all trying to convince lisa that she should be proud of what she created mm-hmm. that's what she created is well, revolutionary and, okay. because yeah she's kind of like blase about yeah, it she's i blase guess or she downplays it, it a lot yeah i mean you should be proud of what you created you make mm-hmm. half a million dollars a year just that's your income alone mm-hmm. you created this amazing resort people are copying you all over the place be proud of that don't listen to elliot it's not the cure to the world's problems <laughs> yeah <laughs> because guess what elliot that's how are you factoring in religions nobody's gonna give mm-hmm. up their religion because suddenly we've become an snm civilization or again or like i think well again yeah this is kind of i would say his view of it is very romanticized because then also like i think you get people who were just fucking abusive yeah who would probably kind of there's always do gonna some be fucked up shit psychopaths. with it yeah there's always gonna be like say you let a psychopath do anything they wanted sexually and it was all okay they would still do something even more fucked up like yeah you're not solving they're still gonna murder a murderer who is programmed to murder is gonna murder unless his thinking is like oh no like if we like set up a situation where for them to quote unquote rape is okay like what does he think would happen would they be like no (laughs) well you just ruined it (laughs) yeah i was gonna rape her but not if she's into it well i mean which i mean i don't i just i just I hate it. I don't want to think about that too much. And I honestly don't think it needs to be in this book. Like, this whole chapter is all about... It's Oh, let me do the title because it was so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) The title of the chapter was like... Oh, yeah. The title of the chapter was 
literal versus symbolic. I'm just like <laughs> throws the you. book down in disgust. Because the literal is like war. Uh-huh. And then the symbolics sex war. <laughs> I just, war with snapping groins. Oh, I'm just like I I can't, Elliot. I like and Lisa, I think, is more in the camp of, like, it's just a sex island, bro. Right. Calm your tits. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I just make a lot of money off of it. Just take it down. <laughs> and he is just like, no, this is no, going to solve all the You deserve problems. the Nobel Prize for this. <laughs> well, considering in the book, I will, again, yeah, to, like, go back to her, just her being proud yeah. of it. Sasha talked about overhead yeah. in the last episode. <laughs> Apparently, they've been in the black for like since almost the beginning. Yeah. They just immediately. So I mean, yeah. Again, from that standpoint, be proud of yourself, <laughs> but don't think you're curing cancer. Like, yeah. Don't think he. She's Louis Pasteur and invented antibiotics <laughs> or, made, or no. Yeah. Or maybe she is in some way. It was like, you better find a cure for cancer. I'm going to spank you so bad. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if you went to like the Taliban people who just took over in Afghanistan uh, uh-huh. and were like, all right, guys, I know what you've wanted this whole time. I got some whips. I got some sexy ladies. <laughs> and they'd be like, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they want to be whipped. Bum, bum, bum. Well, no, I was you wanted saying, a twist. Like either way. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, they'd just be like, "We're gonna kill you now." Yeah, I was like, "No, <laughs> no, 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 Elliot, you're looking at the world simplistically. If you think saying people yeah, can whip whoever easy. they want is and like have sex with whoever they want is gonna solve all the world's problems, I hate you." <laughs> is my conclusion there. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, that's it for the chapters we read. Marie, you had something you wanted to discuss from the book. Did you not? No, that was just kind of like the suit thing. It was oh. baby man. Baby man. It's like, what an odd way to describe a woman you find attractive. Okay, so we can do predictions. So next time, though, read uh, chapters 25 until the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we're still trying to get our hands on a exit to Eden. We've gotten a lot of... <laughs> we have a lead on a possible VHS uh, copy. very big. <laughs> And I don't think either of us own a D or a VCR. I, I have a VCR. You, I have a DVD VCR combo nice. that I have not gotten rid of yet. Nice. But we might just end up having to watch like a pirated version on YouTube. Yeah. I don't want to because I like paying artists for their work. Sasha's a little goody too. She yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you're not going to release it on DVD, I need yeah. to see this goddamn or, movie. Like, DV- uh, put it on DVD for a reasonable price. Uh-huh. We don't want to pay fifty dollars. Yeah, or stream it somewhere. God damn it! I have all mm-hmm. the stream. I have all the streaming services. Streaming nowhere. I know. I'm so pissed at it. Anyway, if you guys have a lead on Exit to Eden, let us know. <laughs> if you got, if anybody has Dan Aykroyd's number, could you have him shoot <laughs> us a DVD? Mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell. If you're there, if you're listening, I know you are. You're a big fan. Uh-huh, send us know. a copy. Send us your personal copy. It'll be great. Don't worry about it. We'll send it back. Um, we just want to borrow it. Anyway, let's do some predictions. My big prediction. Did you want, do you want to hear my big prediction? Yes. I did this while I was a few beers in uh-huh. last night. And uh-huh. I was like, this is going to end up with some bullshit that they end up moving to Silicon Valley, having a golden retriever and three kids. That's what's going to happen mm-hmm. in this it's very vanilla life. Yeah. Maybe where I mean, yeah, I think it's like to go back to the whole like Malcolm saying like, no, you're not looking for like the club. You're looking yeah. for a person. It's like, yeah, Lisa is his person. Yeah. Lisa is um, his person. They're going to live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think- so I think it's for sure going down to like them be like their soulmates or, you know, they're going to be. Ooh, together and this one just came off the top of the old nogs Ooh, right here just top of the nogs top of the nogs elliot's a photojournalist uh-huh they're having a thing with cbs mm. he's gonna do like a photojournalist thing and like do a spread about the club and then like a book about the club and then cbs will just be like well never mind because the other thing i hate about cbs like <laughs> hounding the club is so what you're gonna report on that we turned away an underage girl like we were right. supposed to well, no, I think it's just probably like, you know, it's salacious yeah. and kind of like, ooh, people pay to come here and like dominate people or people 
people volunteer them. or not volunteer they get paid to be sex slaves mm. or whatever for years it's like two years yeah only two i mean i still would like for me they're not asking the important questions for me i want to know what's the 401k sage <laughs> what's the dental plan? plan do they have vision uh-huh do they get their yearly cleanings or their <laughs> by their quarterly cleanings like because I, I can't go away from my dentist for two years. No. That's how you get cavities. So there has to be an on-island dentist. The tartar buildup would be insane. Right? There ha- there has to be. There just has to be. And I assume <laughs> that all the women on the island have, like, the birth control shot or are on right. birth control of some sort. See, yeah, that's, like, I guess that is, like, one of those things. Like, it definitely takes you out of the fantasy when you think of the practicalities. Uh-huh. I was like, what do they do when they're on their periods? See, and or do they like, do they have the birth control? Like, or I guess like, would they well, think any, to be able to do that back in the 80s? Yeah. yeah. Like, would they do that so they just never got their periods? Yeah, like, do they have a room that the, the on periods? I didn't even think about the period thing. Yeah. Like, what? Are they just free bleeding all over the place? Yeah, because, yeah, they're supposed to be naked all the time. Yeah, like, how... Oh, see, and that's where CBS would be run. Not they're bearing the lead on this one. <laughs> I'd just be in the back, be like, mm-hmm. "Excuse me, I know we're in this big newsroom, but I have a question. What are they doing their period? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have cups back then. Oh, I don't think. Uh, no, I don't think they did. It's like, is there just like a tampon string hanging uh, out? Like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to yuck anyone else's yum, but. but- yeah, that's why that's I a lot. Never, that's why I don't understand people who have like unfixed female dogs. Yeah, There's no. Like, or then, do, like, do the ladies? Is, yeah. are they, do they have to wear like underwear? And then you know, like, oh, she's oh, on her period. Oh, guess I won't have sex with that. Well, I guess some people are into that too. Yeah, but at the same time, it's, it's just not a big like, deal. You just put down a towel. It's fine. But I just, I just, I wouldn't want to do that. I'm all crampy. I just, I. They say. <laughs> orgasms help with cramps but like also i wouldn't want to be a slave during that time like oh that's so like, true i don't want to be crawling on my knees or and, like, like someone's people. like go get me that my this thing and be like fucking get it yourself i'm gonna go over here and lie in the fetal position somebody feed me chocolate somebody rub my back <laughs> my lower back hurts <laughs> so like uh, yeah cbs do a story on that yeah. Not about the existence of Isla Island, oh, and then, but like, the practicalities. The, the bloating. Uh, well, and they the other thing we learned in this these chapters, too, is, like, the food at the island isn't good for the slaves because the yeah. only thing they should have to look forward to is sex. Yeah. And I'm just, it like... It sounds like they just get, like, some kind of gruel or something. And I would just... <sighs> Or I wonder if it's almost kind of like like Soylent or something yeah. where it's like here's your nutrition cube like it has like all the essential vitamins and nutrients or yeah like yeah and, exactly like Soylent. I'm, I'm a huge fatty. I can't like I get tired if, if I eat the same thing twice in in a row like in two days. That's in because a row. you should be excited about eating dicks <laughs> or or uh, eating pussies. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that's what you should be Why excited about. Why are you so about. enthusiastic about doing oral? They just feed me gruel. <laughs> this is a different flavor. It's <laughs> all I have. Mm-hmm. Please eat something else next time, and then maybe I can taste it on you. <laughs> oh, did you have pineapple today? <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's about it. So uh-huh. read, read to the end of the book. And- uh-huh. Hey, Marie. Hey, Sasha. Always have a spotter. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. It's been you, your pets. Okay, thanks. Yeah, bye. bye.